Hey guys, welcome to official episode one of the podcast. We're excited to be here. I'm Monica. And I'm Chris. And today's episode is going to be very casual. It's going to be a conversation. We're going to be interviewing each other so that you guys can get to know us better. Yeah, we have a lot of questions lined up, and I'm kind of interested to see what Monica says. Honestly, I feel like I'm going to be getting to know Chris better. Okay, I'll start. So, first question I have is kind of just explain very briefly your job and what you went to school for. Awesome. Okay, so it's kind of hard to say what I'm going to be doing for work because I'm starting a new job right now, but to this point, I worked for a life insurance company and I worked in investment accounting. So my day consisted of just investments and I just ended school, I guess. Um, and I majored in finance. So it's nice to be done with that. So Chris is starting his first job, his first big boy job on Monday, the day this goes out. So wish him good luck. Um, I guess we're going to be just both answering the same question just to make it easy. Um, but I'm going to school for physical education and I currently work in retail and yeah, I spend all my money at work because who doesn't love working in retail? (laughs) Okay. Next question. What do you do in your free time or what's your favorite thing to do in your free time? Honestly. Okay. So I feel like this could be a multifold question, but I would say one of my favorite things to do would be to like walk Bella, hang out with you. To explain who Bella is, Bella is our dog. Yes, she is. She's a German Shepherd, about a year and a half old, and she's I like... beautiful. Yes, she's very beautiful. Big ears. And I like walking her, and because it gives you a chance to kind of relax, see you, talk, and it's kind of like a stress-free, stress-free moment, and I think it's just overall fun. It's kind of low, low effort. I also think we failed to mention that we are dating, so... We're dating and we don't live together. So we both still live at home. And yes, Bella definitely does bring us together. Um, I honestly think that that is also part one of my answer. Part two would be working out. I really enjoy my workouts. And that is definitely something that happens in my free time. But yeah, seeing you and Bella is definitely the highlight of my day. We have some really deep conversations on these walks guys like you would not expect to hear the conversations that go down um we literally will talk about our day from anything from talking about our days to conspiracy theories to technology but like getting very deep into it to like global warming it's If people were to be like fly on the walls on these walks, they'd be like, who are these people? It's actually really funny. Sometimes I think about it and we're unique to say the least. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really cool because like uh, the walk is pretty much an hour long and it kind of gives you a chance to like really get into some of the things. Like you said, we kind of talk about everything from like A to Z. So I feel like there's a lot going on. And when you kind of get into things like that, you really learn about some like really critical details that you normally don't like really get to talk about yeah that's another reason why i brought chris to the pod because we have some very insightful conversations okay moving on um next question is what is your favorite way to move oh no Uh, okay so i guess my favorite way to move um it kind of depends on the season and 
I would say first and foremost, I enjoy weightlifting. So if there's anything I would do with my free time dedicated to like working out, I like to get into the gym and just lift weights and it could be pretty much any body part, I guess, as long as I'm lifting weights, I enjoy it. And then if I were to say do cardio, it kind of depends. I typically like to bike outside, although I haven't been able to do a lot of that this summer. But recently I also got into jumping rope. So I would say that's another way I like to move. And Chris ordered a jump rope on Amazon and he's been jumping rope for a day and it's his new favorite thing. Yes, it is. My calves burn. (laughs) Okay, my turn. So everybody strap in. My favorite way to move. Well, how much time do you have? (laughs) So honestly, let's, let's go down the quarantine route. At the beginning of COVID, I was very stressed because I was strictly a swimmer. I was like, my workouts are swimming. We only swim in this department. Nothing but swimming is happening. Um, I would also, I would swim, but then I would do the occasional soul cycle on the Saturday. So biking and cycling has always been a part of my life, I would say. But then as quarantine really fully unfolded, I bought myself an indoor cycling bike. So with those of you who are familiar with something like soul cycle or any type of spin class. Um, It's a stationary bike. You can clip into it. So that was really nice. Um, And I started kind of just doing what I like to call at-home soul. And I would put on a playlist and annoy the living heck out of my family. And I would literally perform a soul cycle class in my basement. It it, it was honestly, it was a performance, to say the least. Honestly, it was cool though, because you kind of like really made it your own. Like, So Chris once asked me if he could like, just see what I am doing on this bike because I would rave about it so much. And I also want to preface that I went through a phase of being like addicted to soul, not addicted. That sounds bad, but like I really wanted to become a soul cycle instructor and I auditioned for it. I could do a whole podcast on that if anybody's interested, but I like, I had this passion to become a spinning instructor. So having this bike in my basement now where there's no one watching me, no judgment, no nothing, I went ham. And Chris was like, you know, I want to see like, if you were to become an instructor one day, you would have to obviously do this in front of other people. And I was like, you know, for the sake of our relationship, I think it'd be better if you didn't watch me. But as COVID and as quarantine went on, um, the indoor cycling turned into outside cycling. So I would say right now, my favorite way to move is outdoor cycling. I think it's, you're very stimulated by making sure, this is going to sound bad, but making sure you're not getting hit by a car. Um, so that kind of takes your mind off of the fact that you're working out. And it's just, it's such a good way to get your heart rate up, get sweating. And it's my favorite right now. And it's so easy to just, do it for an hour and a half. Whereas when you're doing it inside, an hour goes by and you feel like you just ran three marathons. Another way I like to move was I did run for a a hot, a hot, hot, hot second. Um, And then I literally demolished my knees and my ankles. So we ended that career really quickly. Um, And we, we went through a brief boxing period I would say in like January February we were doing a lot of boxing classes that was fun it was cool to move my body in a different way um this answer has been so long I'm so sorry but all in all I 
enjoy all types of cardio. Weightlifting is something that I'm slowly getting into. Um, I have some free weights at home that I that I do, but nothing crazy in that department. But cardio is my specialty. Awesome. So I think it's my turn to ask a question. And I'm really curious about your favorite form of self-care. All right. That's another long one. <laughs> I'm here for it. Okay. So... I'm very into health and wellness, so I would say my favorite form of self-care that's like a wellness-based answer would be like cryotherapy, getting a massage. Um, I love, honestly, ever since I started biking, like long distance, massages have been my savior. I think my quads would otherwise no longer be attached to my body. Um, Cryo is really awesome. Cryo is... Liquid nitrogen? Liquid nitrogen? Yes. But it's not liquid. No, so it, at a certain temperature below zero, it comes out as a gas. Yeah, Chris is the smart one. Okay, so yeah. And it's really great for just recovery. You're in there for three minutes, and it's equivalent to like a 10-minute ice bath, I believe. And it's really, really awesome. You get this surge of energy after it's really great for recovery you can do whole body cryo or you can do like localized cryotherapy which some people do it for like specific parts of their like runners do it on their legs or sky's the limit but I love doing cryo I also love getting my nails done because I'm a girl and what girl doesn't love having pretty nails um but to be specific I love nail art any type of nail art I my Instagram like saved pictures is all nail art designs it's my favorite like getting my nails done is the highlight of my month I will spend insane amounts of money on nails and that's probably really bad but we love nail art and then last but not least I love juving and for those of you who don't know what juving is this might be really weird but it's near infrared and infrared light therapy. All right, but that's all for me. I need to stop with the long-winded answers. Chris, what is your favorite form of self-care? Yeah, so going off what you said, I think going to cryo is really beneficial and it's probably one of my favorite forms of self-care. It's a great form of recovery. And aside from that, I really like to listen to music, turn on a podcast, and kind of turn my brain off because it gives you a chance to kind of disconnect from the rest of the world. I love that. I feel like we sound like very boring people, but it's we're not. The self-care is important. It's what keeps us calm. And cool. sane. Yes, sane, collected. Um, moving on. I'm actually very intrigued about your answer for this one. What, differi- what differentiates you from others? I am an altruist. What on earth is that? I enjoy helping others, and... I can attest to this. I get it now, yes. Chris is... Do you like that I'm answering your question for you? Yes, more than great. Um, Chris is very, very helpful in a way where you almost feel bad, but he's just being helpful, and he like wants to be helpful. I don't know if that makes sense, but he loves helping others, I would say, even more than he does helping himself. It's really, it's it's interesting. I'm going to let you talk more about it. Yeah, I mean, it's like a blessing and a curse at the same time because, like you said, like, 
helping others like in my blood and then when it comes to like you know helping myself I'm like oh yeah like we'll do that tomorrow I guess because like you're like the perfect description of someone who puts others first and yourself second yeah that's definitely not the saying but yeah that's you in a nutshell yeah pretty much and like it's really easy for me or I guess it's really easy for everyone to be like oh yeah like I like helping people and all that but at the end of the day people are like I'm not willing to help anymore and I feel like I missed that like block to give an example I was once at school and this is when I still went to community college in not too far away from my house but let's just say 20 minutes away from my house was 30 minutes away from Chris's house and I got to class and I had a flat tire and I didn't really need my car for like a solid two hours but I called Chris in a panic and I was like oh my god like I have a flat tire I don't know what I'm gonna do like and he's like say less I'll be there in five minutes when I say he was there in probably 15 minutes I it's like did you bend roads and like how did you get there so fast and I he fixed it and then we went about our day and it was like this huge problem was solved in a matter of like an hour and it was that's just the first thing that pops into my head when I think of you helping others. Yeah, it's actually kind of cool. I'm curious to see what you're going to say. I think that what differentiates me from others is my passion and my commitment to my health and like health and wellness in general. Um, I think for the longest time... People were trying to tell me that it was going to be a phase and that like I'll get over it, but I'm very passionate about my health and wellness and it's just been something that has been a part of my life for probably like five years now and it's cool. I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about my body and I can talk to people about it for literally hours upon end and it's been nice to share my health journey with Chris and everyone in my life. Moving on. Next question is, it's kind of an easy one, but it's also kind of hard. What is your favorite trip that we have taken together? Oh man, that's hard. Well, you know what? It doesn't have to be a trip that we've taken together. Your favorite trip in general. Honestly, okay, so, well, I will say we took it together. I would say it was our trip to Paris. Why? So I feel like the trip to Paris, and I mean, we've gone on a lot of trips after that, but I will say, I feel like the Paris trip was our first, like, trip super far from home. And it was in a foreign country where, like, we really didn't understand the language. And I really feel like that kind of opened up opportunities to travel again in the future. So, like, we did Italy a year after that. And I feel like Paris kind of started all of that. I agree. I feel like it was our first trip out of the country together. It definitely opened up my eyes to see that traveling so far is actually like a lot easier than a lot of people make it out to be. Growing up, I feel like both of our parents made it seem like traveling anywhere outside of the U.S. was going to cost you millions. So when we went to Paris, we flew in through Iceland so we took some lovely airlines shout out to Wow Air no longer exists but it was definitely a little shady 
we were concerned about whether our flight was ever going to leave Chicago, but hey, we got there. The whole plane was basically empty, so it worked out in our benefit. It was like first class because we had the whole entire row to ourselves. But yeah, that that trip was kind of cool, so I, I understand. Yeah, exactly. And like like you're saying, it really showed us how far you can kind of stretch a dollar. Yes, yes, most definitely. Okay, what about you? Okay, my favorite trip was definitely... I struggled between our most recent trip to Utah because that was just so cool and different, but at the same time so close, and Hawaii. Hawaii was insane, and I like I mean that. It was the coolest trip ever. So I'm going to go with Hawaii. It was one of those things that I never thought I would go at our age because it seemed so luxurious and expensive. We definitely didn't do the whole resort and like luxury route. We did the stay in an apartment and eat two meals a day route (laughs) to save money. No, I'm joking. We ate more than that. Yes, but we definitely did a lot. We explored the island inside out and we did everything we could in the six days we were there it it definitely was a little bit pricier but it was something that we were prepared for and it was just the mountains all of it was insane it was beautiful it was like out of a book the stairway to heaven topped it all off craziest thing we've ever done but literally the coolest um sometimes when I rewatch my Instagram highlight called haiku stairs I cringe because I don't know who let me post that. I look like I am dying, but it was a really cool experience to do that hike. We'll be making a full podcast on how we did that, but Hawaii was just unreal. So definitely Oahu. Yes. All right, next question. What is a crazy goal that you have? So I work in finance, but one of my crazier goals is that I would like to own real estate in the future and I would eventually like to hit and maintain a portfolio of a million dollars in property. Wow. Yeah. So it's kind of a career driven goal, I guess, but not really. That's cool. I actually didn't know that. The more you know. This is like dating. It is. What do they call it? Speed dating? dating (laughs) cool so now that we know what my most ambitious goal is what is one thing you wish to accomplish so one thing that i wish to accomplish is by 35 and this is a little bit extreme i realize but bear with me by the age of 35 i want to have climbed mount everest and it's a two-month process so Keep that in mind. And it's $30,000, another factor to keep in mind. But it's the experience of a lifetime. And I would love to talk to someone who's hiked, climbed, whatever, Mount Everest. Because that's insane. You are so dedicated and so about it that, like, I mean, once you commit, you commit. There's no backing out. And I just think it would be the experience of a lifetime and I have my mindset and I, this is proof of me saying Monica, Monica at 35, if you haven't climbed Mount Everest yet, get your ass up there. <laughs> Moving on. So 
These next questions are going to be a little more rapid fire. No long-winded answers. Number one, coffee or tea? I'd have to go with coffee. Love that answer. Are you a morning or a night person? I am 100% a night person. That's rude. I'm such a morning person. But if I need to commit to waking up in the morning, I will do it. Yeah, whenever we take trips, I call them trips because we need vacations after our trips. We always talk about this, but there's a trip where you are hustling, you are trying to see it all, and then there's a vacation where you're in Cancun and you're drinking Scooby-Doo's at 11 a.m. That's a vacation. Double fisting Scooby-Doo's. Yes, there you go. So... Yeah, and definitely, you do wake up in the mornings, though, if you have to. For example, um, our most recent trip to Utah, I would wake us up at 4 a.m. so that we would get to our destination at 7 because we had a lot of driving. And, yeah, you, you did wake up. So good for you. All right, next one. Favorite season? I'd have to go with summer. Really? That kind of surprises me. Like, I knew I was going to say summer, but I thought you were like a fall boy. Actually, you know, I, I, I'd like to revise my answer. I'm going to go with like a spring into summer kind of a deal. I like that because like, you know, you're already getting like the hot weather, but you're still like anticipating hotter weather. And it's just the beginning. And the beginning is never bad. That's a good answer. What's your least favorite part of travel? Packing. Oh. Because there's always a chance you might forget something and you don't know until you're there. Dude, you suck at packing. Guys, Chris packs the morning of. If you're if our flight is at 7 a.m., Chris will wake up at 4 and not pack, no. He will take his clothes and just, like, stuff them into his backpack until there's no more space. But that doesn't stop him because we travel for cheap. So we don't have carry-ons. We have personal items. So what you do is you just keep packing. And we get to the airport, and there are, like, boxers hanging out of your backpack that are, like, in your gym shoe. It's all about the rolling method. You know, you got to roll your clothes and put them in your shoes. So I get the most space. Yeah, honestly. Okay. My least favorite part of travel, thank you for asking, is flying. Unpopular opinion, but I'm petrified of planes, guys. Petrified. It's kind of interesting because we have a travel podcast, you know. I'm so scared of planes. You can ask Chris, but I, takeoff is, I'm unwell. I'm so unwell. I, I have like a panic attack because I once had a dream that a plane fell out of the sky and it was so scary and I just, I can't unsee it. It's one of those things that I saw in my dream and I just will never unsee it. Okay, last one. What is your favorite podcast? It's like a shout out. I would say the most interesting podcast I listened to was the Jeff Epstein podcast. It was a quick little 10 chapter mini series. And that was fun to just listen to and get into. And then my favorite running podcast would have to be, I would say, Crime Junkie. And I feel like they put out some really great stories that you just really never like hear about. They're really good at storytelling. That's true. That's also really true. They, if you're listening to them, you can kind of like do whatever and time flies. And then other than that, my second favorite would have to be the Genius Life podcast by Max. And I think that that podcast, you just kind of like learn a lot and he dumps it down. So you learn, but it's easy learning. Sometimes some podcasts hit you with all these terms and you're like, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. But Max does a really good job of, yeah, like you said, dumbing it down and making it very digestible. 
Yeah. So without mentioning those two podcasts, what would you say is your favorite? So my favorite podcast has been my favorite podcast for probably the past like three years has been the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast. I think that Lauren and Michael are like podcast celebrities celebrities they started it they made it popular i think they do a great job at interviewing a wide variety of guests but keeping you engaged and asking really good questions without boring you like to give you an example they literally have interviewed like reality tv stars but also brain surgeons and like the brain surgeon podcast is so interesting because they're asking these people questions that you would want to ask them. They're not asking like super technical, termy questions. They're they're really just having a conversation and yeah, they just they do it so well. All right guys, well, that's episode 1 for you. I hope you guys liked it. I hope that we stayed on topic. We're, the good news is that we can only get better at this. It's still very new to us, but we're having a good time. And I hope you guys join us for the journey. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. It was awesome to answer questions. Yeah, it was great to get to know you better. Yeah, sometimes. With that, guys, we will see you next Monday. Thanks for listening. Thanks. <laughs>